It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Ryback Show. I am your host, the big guy, Ryback. Happy Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. Streaming live, 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 live on Instagram, the big guy, Ryback22. We are here on Twitter Spaces at Ryback. Thank you to all of our Twitter subscribers. You do not have to subscribe to be a part of this show. The ebb and flow of this show goes where your guys' questions goes. You can join live and be a participant here on Twitter Spaces, anything health, fitness, supplementation, pro wrestling, sports, and anything and everything in between. YouTube, Ryback TV, Super Chats are greatly appreciated and brought up on the screen. I think I missed one or two yesterday. Yesterday was uh, was I, I had trouble getting to them. I, I'm going to get to them today. I apologize, and uh, if you are in here today on that and I missed the Super Chat, I think it was a $20 Super Chat I missed yesterday, and I saw it, and I was going to get to it, and I will, uh, I, whoever that was, if we please, scout, Scout's Honor here, the uh, if you can, if you're here, let me know, we'll, we'll try to get to that. So uh, we're streaming live on Twitch, Ryback Rules, guys, and also, again, another account, we're streaming on tw- uh, Twitter, as well as spaces, we have a video going on Twitter as well. On there, I didn't do Facebook today. On um, that, Twitter gets much better numbers on that than my my Facebook. So, guys, we got a thirty five percent discount code going on as well for Feed Me More Nutrition. This show is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line sweetened with stevia and monk fruit, no harmful artificial sweeteners or colors, vegan friendly for all people. He, she, and the feedmemore.com. In honor of everything going on with this current Chase uh, situation, which I'll give you guys a bit of an update. Not is uh not as uh positive as as uh, the other uh, day um with everything but uh, i'll give you an update as what what i'm what i can say anyways 
with everything. And, uh, but I'll say fuck Twitter, <laughs> uh, with everything. Um, but save 35% discount code mental health guys, mental health to save 35%, uh, in honor of our good buddy chase with everything going on. You can't see me. Um, because he loves John Cena for the people that don't get the connection with everything, with all of that. The show's on all podcast platforms as well, guys. iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated. Uh, anyone except for Chase, please go leave a star rating. I know Chase has probably left 30 negative one star ratings, negative five stars, whatever it is on there. If you can leave a star rating and uh, write a review, it greatly helps the cause. On that, let's get that. Let's hit that 1,000 thousand review mark and keep the show. We were in the top 50 the other day let's keep pushing let's get into the top 30 on audio but we're streaming on on five six platforms so we have one of the top rated shows i just stream i like to stream live and having the supplement business i like being seen on every platform that i'm doing this on and i don't really you know the the audio is great but i don't i don't rely on just the audio with everything so it's uh but we would we are one of the top rated shows just but diversified with all of that and i like taking advantage i'm one of the only ones i think that does this on all the platforms so Toot, toot, toot that horn. Um, good to see everybody joining on the Twitter spaces. I'm going to get to your calls here in a minute. Uh, I don't know with everything going on. Um, as you guys know, this is all this has affected uh, my life greatly and uh, had to cancel appearance. Uh, the mother's uh, out of work with everything. And uh, there's <laughs> family essentially on lockdown with this. And uh have the multiple agencies, everything working on this. Um, It's, I don't understand. And I've talked about the social media suppression going on with Twitter for the last seven years with WWE and how fucking wrong all of this is and uh, and illegal on top of this. And, uh, and I don't understand there's, there's been difficulties in, in, in whatever he's doing with whether it's a VPN or a scrambler. And I don't know if the, the, and I'm not as much of a tech guy on this, but supposedly he's using various things that for whatever reason, cannot lead us to anything yet. Not, but the, the, I'm hopeful that it will. I don't think he's the brightest bulb in the ceiling. Uh, But uh, I don't know with all of it. And uh, I, I doubt he's probably not coming back on today as well. I think we scared him off with everything, but it is, it is what it is. And, but he's, he's more than welcome if he wants to come on and uh, we're here. I hope he, no matter what though, I hope he gets the help that he needs. I know he's terrified of me. I, I could tell you guys this all day long. He is absolutely fucking terrified of me, which is why he's gone the route that he's gone of threatening the things that I love and care about, like my family and the other wrestlers, he's threatened, you know, Dolph Ziggler, who's currently under WWE contract, which WWE, that alone, hopefully, you know, if this is, can come to fruition, you know, Phoenix, another world famous person, Joe Henning, Curtis Axel, you know, good friend, great friend with that. So it's uh, my dogs, my, my, my family saying he's going to tie me up and, and torture them. Uh, saying he's in Vegas. We don't fucking know where he is. And that's the most frustrating part of all of this is that you have a guy who a 12 year history of stalking and creating hundreds, if not thousands of accounts. And 
you can't leave your house because if you leave your house and, and just run to the gas station and he is actually being true to his words, that's going to be the worst feeling. If I go to Philadelphia and I go do an appearance to go make money and to go meet all these fans, there's that word again, chase money, right? Um, you know, that's going to be, I don't think anybody would want that, that I wouldn't be able to live with myself that I chose to go do that. And then, and then something and to give him that satisfaction of that power and that control, right? Which, and for whatever reason, that little fucker has the ego of a CM Punk <laughs> without any of the talent or credentials or the skills or anything for that matter. Um, but that's what happens when, uh, I'm not going to say what I want to say on it, but, uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll see if he comes on tonight, whatever. I'm, uh, we're going to move on though with it and, uh, hopefully keep this show positive. I'm going to remain optimistic. Uh, but it's, I didn't get the best of news earlier with some things and, uh, it, it's, it's infuriating. I took the week, took the week off the gym, no working out. I'm not doing anything. I'm literally staying with, I'm staying with my dogs, with, with my mother and my father, like keeping everything, uh, protected because I have to scan the house through security, looking through the phone, have, have, have the fucking gun. And I've got multiple guns, but one with me at all times loaded, ready to go. Like gotta be because a person like that saying they're going to fucking, they're not going to come here and, and, you know, try to talk or not. They're not, they're not interested in hand to hand combat because they're a pussy. So when you, when you're making the threats that you're making, then I have to take them serious to protect what I love. Right. You know, all my, the various people that had to file police reports. So this guy takes great pleasure in disrupting not only my life, but the life of my family and friends. And, it's uh, it, it, it's infuriating not to be able to do anything about it. <laughs> You've heard he's not interested in fighting, <clears throat> despite his extensive uh, MMA background with everything. But I don't know. It's stupid. I don't know how in 2023 we don't have the fucking technology. This stupid motherfucker has somehow figured out a way to not be tracked when they, they do this for a fucking living and all this other bullshit. This stupid fuck has found a way so far because i'm i'm not giving up but i don't know what what can be done and in in twitter's not being the the most uh they're not they're not lending the hand that they can and and also though with whatever it's going back to on his end it's uh it's just it's frustrating with all of it so it, it's i'll just hopefully we do the show like normal on everything take my mind off everything for at least an hour hour or two uh, but if he calls, you know, I'll put him on. I don't give a shit with it. And, uh, but we'll see. All right, let's get going. Eli, Eli, old Eli. Hello, welcome to the Ryback Show. Hey, can you hear me? I can. How are you? Hey, what's up, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm well, thank you. What's I going on? You can be with everything going on. Yeah, yeah, brother. It's uh, <laughs> it's fucking frustrating, but uh, dude, it's you know what he needs? He needs a good shell shock. That would uh, it, it, to say the least. <laughs> I, uh, I I feel like he maybe watched too much Batman, and he and he's thinking he's the Joker or something like that. You know what I mean? Like it's very weird behavior. He thinks he's a main character. I think. <laughs> He's the main character. 
I think all of us could. Uh, uh, my buddies I talked to that, that everyone who's listened to this, they go, "This guy has quite the fucking ego." <laughs> it's actually insane. And the part that like baffles me is like, I don't understand how you can like. If you're the FBI, right? Even if somebody has a VPN, there has to be a way to find somebody. There's no way that I, somebody like Chase, who's in his 40s, who's a virgin, who's living somewhere in somebody's basement, there's no way that he has the technology or the capability to just disappear off the map. This is what I've said repeatedly, and but for whatever fucking reason. But he, I go, the guy is so goddamn cocky and arrogant that he's not going to get caught. And in the back of my head, I go, does he know something we don't fucking know? Right. That's like that's the only because who else would come on here and make these kinds of threats like this willingly live, knowing that they are going to get federal charges and go to fucking prison for a period of time, at the very least. For a very long time. Yeah, but like, but you so and and if you're willing to do that, your confidence, you're either your confidence better be sky high, or you're really truly you're going to act on that as well. And so I don't, I don't. But even then, like, if you're going to act on that. He hasn't acted on it yet, but when is he? That's like I. It's it, it, that's like I'm ready. Like I am right. ready. My thing is, I don't want to be waiting three fucking months for this. I right. I want my life back to normal ASAP. Yeah. And I, like, but when somebody's threatening to come to your home and to and to break your little dog's backs, like to me, you are the biggest bitch in the world to right. even say that. Like that, and, and your family members, but but like little harmless dogs. A Frenchie and a Boston Terrier, and you say you're going to break their backs. Like, oh. He has a weird obsession with cocks, too. It's 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 kind of strange. It's They're going to find, I have a feeling if they are ever able to get this in whatever, that there's going to be some connection to cocks along the way. <laughs> there's got to be some weird underlying Like, that's his search history. It's just 500 different variations of Cox. Oh, he's definitely looked you up on some adult sites just to see if you're on there. He's oh, I'm sure. It's, he he did mention me talking about OnlyFans, which I did sarcastically joking once. <laughs> and he remembered it like he was anticipably, he was like eagerly anticipating this. Like, and I didn't go through with it. And he was upset at me. And one, other, one other quick thing. I'll let other people get on here. I want to take all your time. But one thing I found kind of comical is he's like, He's like, oh, um, you know, uh, if you're not worried about me, why are you getting all these people involved? And it's like, well, just because you're not worried and you don't think he's going to do those things, you can't take the chance when you're threatening lives and shit like that. Like, Absolutely not. That's the that's the common sense part. Like, you're going to tell me that the moment I leave and you're going to go after what I love and that that I'm a bitch for for taking that serious when I've offered I offered him an MMA fight by the way 100% serious on that we want to get it in the organization and I'll do a 100 pound weight cut to fight that little fucking stocky little short stumpy little dick piece of shit motherfucker like I'll give all the money to charity winner takes all money goes to charity give me just one fucking round with you I don't let's just fucking let me fucking finish it and him it seems like, like maybe he would he would be he would be into that. You would think as a former MMA competitor or whatever the fuck currently <laughs> with his O and O record and zero fucking purse cash purse career earnings that he would be interested in that big mega money fucking fight stalker versus Ryback. But no, we could go on that. We could be the opening fucking act for the Elon uh, fucking Elon Zuckerberg Elon fucking fight. Get me on that fucking Elon won't help me on that. At least fucking give me a payday on the fucking card. 
I'm gonna let other people get on here. I don't want to take all your time, but big fan. Thank you, uh, brother. I watch a lot of your uh, one of my favorite videos is your uh, one chip challenge. Ah, thank you. Yeah, when you went and you fucking got a coffee. Uh, me and my buddies watch that all the time. We're we're big fans. Me and my buddy Owen. Brother, thank you. That was that day. I'll never forget. I did it after the gym. I had to go gas up at the gas station, and I got in the car, and I go. <laughs> I was trying to get the courage to do it. I go. I could do this and fucking drive. And uh, and then I go. I'm going to get a coffee too and look like a real badass. But it, it burned pretty good for a bit. But I was all right. It, it was hot my, though. My buddy, my buddy Owen. I'm actually going to Metallica concert with him next month. He doesn't watch wrestling. But I was like, dude, you got to check out his eating videos. They're hilarious. So he's a big fan. So I think Owen also needs a shell shock. <laughs> Tell him I said thank you for watching. It's always cool to – I get recognized sometimes as just the social media guy, not wrestling, or the chips uh, guy, and it blows me away every time. I go, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> I go, that's not a bad thing. <laughs> All right, man. I'm going to get off here and let other people get on. It's nice talking to you. You too. Be safe. Thank you. Right, likewise. Awesome. Good deal. Man, when, when Chase ain't on, a lot of nice people are out there. I appreciate all the kind things. As Chase would say, though, you guys stop kissing my ass on here. Chase thinks that I strategically have this where I just bring people on to kiss my ass. And, that, and they're not kissing my ass. It's just he doesn't realize that people know me all around the world from wrestling, even though he, like, he's all pro WWE and he's in support of my accounts being suppressed because I'm such a horrible person for parking in a handicapped spot at the gym in uh, 12 years ago when I had a broken fucking leg. God forbid. I'll tell you the one thing I am honest about. I told you, I do use the handicap stalls in the, all the gyms or the bathrooms. I like the extra shoulder space. And I, again, if there was a guy wheeling in a wheelchair, I wouldn't like slow him down to beat him to it. I would let him take it. But if it's open and it's free, I'm like, why not on it? Right. Sue me. It's one of the, my, 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 you know, one of the things that I do. All right, let's see here. Let's see. Any of these can be Chase? Nah. Chase usually makes it pretty known when he's going to come in. We will add Michael. Michael, are you there? Yes, sir, I am. What's going on? How's your day going? Day's going fantastic, getting everything ready for a show over here in uh, Loveland, Texas, uh, here, here uh, on Saturday. All good. So you're a wrestler? Uh, former wrestler, now promoter. Okay, good deal, good deal, man. What's going on? I hope that goes well. No, I, I do too. Uh, man, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I've been a fan for forever. I've been, uh, uh, I'm, I'm waiting for you to give everybody the green light so I can start working on trying to get you a date. Ah, oh, thank you very much. I'm, uh, <clears throat> this chase stuff, I'm still doing the rehab. I actually needed to take a week off the gym. I hadn't taken a week off in a long time. So I'm letting my body rest. I'm actually going to be doing cardio again to here. I took a few days off of cardio too. And, um, but yeah, hopefully get cleared by the end of July. If I can keep this all going and, and make that announcement and then see what, what route we're going to take. But heck yeah. Well, heck, I'm already booking in, booking into the mid part of uh, 2024 right now. What, uh, what, what, what would be your, what would be the booking strategy with the big guy ride? What's the name of your promotion? BCW Pro Wrestling. BCW Pro Wrestling, and, and where is it? Is it based out of Texas? 
we have we have a base in Oklahoma and we have a base in Texas. Good deal. What would be the what? I'm curious. What would be your if I was say I was I, I announced I'm coming back and say I don't want to do anything or there's no options on TV and I'm gonna I'm gonna go the independent route and get my footage for my YouTube and what would be what would be the debut of Ryback in BCW wrestling? Well, we we would end we would end up playing it up uh, once we once we actually get a date. Uh, I would be. I would probably do at least two shows out, if not more. Uh, at least two shows out, if not more, uh, building everything to it. To a big announcement. So what, what? Okay. So lead up with a big announcement. Heel or babyface? Oh, of course, babyface. Oh, so we you would? You, we need we need to sell you gimmicks and we need to sell you products. Dude, I've always said though on the indies though, if I come back and. I would like to do midget matches and it'd be a, a bully and take on little people. Would you be interested in possibly Ryback destroying little people? Hmm. That, is a, that is an interesting concept. <laughs> I'm looking to get as Definitely much heat as possible at this point. I want to be Zach Ryder. I got it. Matt Cardona. He He's the, 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 the king of hardcore, the king of, of the death match. I got to get more heat than him. So I think if you pick on little people, that, that that's that no one's doing that right now. Right. I can see you're not very interested in that. You want baby face Ryback shaking hands and, and, and hugging babies and. Oh, that that was that was clearly how I was how I foreseen things. There is more money in that is overall for everybody usually. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Chase would not like that you're focused on money. By the way. Yeah. Chase isn't allowed to be there. Yeah, yeah. No Chase allowed. Chase doesn't like anybody making money because Chase doesn't have any fucking money. So it pisses him off when other people make money. Uh, yeah, no, honestly, though, I'm I'm joking around. The, we could very interested in things. Once I get cleared, I had a thing to uh, in L.A. for a huge show already for a Lucha show in L.A. in November. I'm just waiting to make sure. I don't want to, What I don't want to do is. I don't want to book things and not be, I want to be certain. I don't want to have to be canceling things. Like I want to be back and be able to honor everything. And so that I'm just waiting until yeah. I got that confirmation and then, yeah, I'll announce it and then we can see what can be done. Absolutely. Also, I want to, I want to kind of give you a, give you a little bit of a, a little bit of a testimonial. Um, I got a concussion back in November of last year and I started taking your brain feed. Yep. And that stuff works great. It's it's actually helping helping with my memory, my short term memory, and uh, I'm, my headaches aren't near as bad. Thank you very much. I no, I man, I love. You. There's nothing better than when I just get real feedback on here from people because I could tell people all day long, but when you guys do it, it, it makes it, it it that's the things people listen to more because people think I'm full of shit sometimes. So, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. That's going to be back in stock as well. They just got the labels to the manufacturer. We've got a whole new new supply coming in uh, probably in the next two weeks. So, perfect, perfect. Well, Michael, I look forward. To, and I'll remember BCW Wrestling, and uh, and when I make that announcement here, we'll, we'll get connected and see if we can't get something done. Absolutely. Have a good show this weekend, and thank you for calling in. All right, thank you very much. All right, buddy. Bye, bye. Bye. Awesome. Uh, Chase, is gonna, where do I PayPal that money for the pro, promo plug there, uh, Michael? Uh, not quite as good as Chase's plugs, but 
Oh, man. Let me see here. Chase, are you in here today, buddy? You want to come on and you want to talk, Chase, or no? I feel like Chase doesn't want to talk today. Wait, Vizar. Was Vizar possibly? Someone said Vizar might be. I don't think Vizar's Chase. Cold, I'm going to get to the cold guy as well. I know I saw you in here yesterday. Cold EM. Vizar, is that, are you there? Hello? Hello, hello, what's going on? How you doing, buddy? I'm well, how are you? Not bad, just enjoying the weather. Where are you at? Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, good deal, good deal, man. I lived in McDonough for a year down there and loved it. How'd you like it? Uh, brother had a great time. It was my first year in wrestling, deep South wrestling. Uh, a lot of alcohol. We, a lot of the eight hour days getting killed by Bill DeMott and deep South wrestling, but I wouldn't change a thing. <laughs> We'd go out to double D's every weekend. Me and all the guys or the guys and me, whoever we all together would go as a group. Uh, we'd all go like everyone. We had a great group of guys down there all getting killed together. We'd, uh, we'd go, we'd go drink and, and go to double D's and, and party go to IHOP or something, eat a bunch of food and pass out. And we do that Friday and Saturdays and then go get killed for the rest of the week. It was, uh, it, 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 I, I was, it was an amazing time, fond memories of it. It felt like a good time though. It was, it was. I got it in, in Southern, Southern women have always been a weak spot for the big guy. Oh yeah, man. The fucking Georgia girls don't play. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you go to bars like Double D's, it, it, it sells itself. Oh yeah, for sure. No, but um, I just wonder, um, how come, why there's so hate under your name, man? Like, I don't get it. You seem like a genuine person, a cool, nice person to talk to. You seem, you know, like a good guy overall. I just don't understand why people see here, bash your name and, you know, just say negative shit about you. You know, why? Well, he's, I'm going to tell you something. Have you heard of, have you heard of Jesus? Of course. He's the most famous, nicest, greatest person of, of all time. According, we killed him. So that's, I, I think that just sums it up. And I'm not Jesus by any, not, not, but I'm just saying we killed the guy that we worship now. We killed. Right. So I think humans though, just in general, and when people, I can also say this, Chase has been responsible for thousands of online accounts, creating a lot of hate as well. I'm telling you that I'm not saying he is everyone because he's not everyone. But this motherfucker has been creating accounts, retweeting and tweeting with his other accounts, agreeing with it, getting seen by all the other accounts. And that's he's been fueling a good part of this. Not all, but not by a long shot, all of it. But I, I think that what we're going to if we find out more on this, it's going to be pretty in depth. But, yeah, I, I just think, man, I think if you listen to me and talk, then, you know, not everyone's going to like us anyways. Right. But course, there's yeah. a lot of dirt sheet stuff. When I left WWE, they pushed out a lot of fake articles on yes. it. And we had to get a lot of them taken down. But uh, unfortunately, when that stuff continues to happen, and then like the dirt sheets or someone will write something on a dirt sheet, I block them because it's bullshit. I'm not going to interact with people like that. Then they create kind of like what Chase has, like this unhealthy obsession. They then keep creating more hate content on me because now they're mad that I blocked them. And that's, but p- unfortunately... People just don't look at things and understand that, like, that they go, hey, maybe this guy gets them a lot of clicks and this isn't true. They just kind of people read headlines, get angry, and then that's it. And then if you see that over and over and over again, how, like, realistically are people going, maybe this guy just gets them a lot of clicks, which I do on all of them. And they they put it together that maybe they're just doing this because they get clicks off of him and he's blocked them and they're unhealthy marks that are obsessed. 
And I don't, and I think another thing too, and I don't put up with the bullshit. Like, and I, I'll, I'll talk with anyone all day. Like, let's talk. I just, I talk in facts with it. So, but a lot of these people won't talk because they're, they're just fucking bullshitters on it. And so they just keep spewing it out. And then, but unfortunately we live in a day and age where like, where there's smoke, there's fire people think. So if they, they see certain things over and over, they just, they just hold it to be true. So. Yeah, but my thing is, you just can't judge a book past cover. You know what I mean? You yeah, know, I get it. I get it. People make mistakes in life, whatever. But the case is, you just can't call somebody a piece of shit or 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 just write about them. You know, I just don't understand, man. Like, why? Yeah, but I, but I tell people too, and I've been doing this show seven years, and I talk to people on this, and before that was on the on the text on on the YouTube. Yeah. But I, I go, how many other though people make themselves available and talk to people is often, not, and I'm I'm just saying this to in reference to everything going on. How many other wrestlers make this much time with people? And I have a business, and it is beneficial for me. But I enjoy doing it. It's a passion helping people. That is true. I mean, yeah, you do got a point there. I mean, I don't really see. John Cena or The Rock or Goldberg doing this shit. They, you know? they don't. And I'm not saying anything against that, but they don't. That is true. And I always, at, at all my shows, after I was main eventing, I would go, I'd go sign for hundreds of people after the show when they were waiting for me. I've always had a respect for good fans that are just nice because that's always how I grew up liking the business. I liked everybody and I just appreciate good hearted, nice people. We're allowed to hate things. I just appreciate people that focus on what they like with it. And this right. is where, and I block out people that have a negative mindset that focus on what they hate. I think it's a fucking loser mindset with it. It's not healthy for anybody no, with it. And so, but people get angry over that with that. And I go, no, why would I want to be around that? I'm moving forward. I like, I like being good. And I take critiques from people that I respect. And like when, when I'm in WWE and, and we'll get triple H gives me a piece of advice. I'm listening to that piece of advice and I go out and I do it because I, I, I trusted him and respected him. Right. Yeah. But when fucking Joe Blow or Chase fucking tells me that I, I need to do this, this, and this when they haven't done jack shit in their life, fuck you. I'm not listening to you because in one, they're disrespectful when they start off. Fuck, you instantly have cut off the conversation. I'm not listening to you. We're moving forward. But that people don't seem to understand that. And that's what all pros do. That You listen to the people you trust and respect. And that's why you keep winning. You don't take in that fucking information from the people that have never done it. Not to say that you can't listen to it. Because people, if yeah. they say it respectfully, may have a point. But 99.9% .9 of the time, the people that do this, they come at you with insults right off the bat with it. And so it's just like, Correct. it's just them trying to fucking get one up on you. It's like, fuck off. So, I mean, honestly, I just praise all the wrestlers, man. The way how you go out there and get a job done, you know, like, like I know it takes a toll out of your fucking body, especially right after the show. Yeah. Right. No, you know, you know, it, you know all that drill running through your body and you just feel like, you know, like you're God for a minute, you know. Brother, it's the best feeling in the world, the adrenaline out there. But when you're beat up and hurt and like, you got to go drive three to five hours every night. And, but that's why I, people, man, I, I told, I tell this story often on here. It was, uh, it was after a WWE live event. I had a five hour drive and, and I drove alone and listened to my audio books at this time. And uh, there were a bunch of people out waiting and they were, I was the last one to leave. And I always felt I always would, would sign autographs and take pictures with as many people as I could before before taking off, unless it was a really long drive. But even then, I would go shake everyone's hand and just tell them, guys, they take pictures as I'm walking by, but I'm not stopping. I got a, I got a five hour drive. And usually everybody was very positive and nice, but I would literally go shake everybody's hand that was waiting because I go, fuck, these people waited outside for me out here. I'm not going to fucking ignore them. I'm going to at least acknowledge them. And I'll never forget, this is when I learned up there that, that you can't please everybody. 
that this particular night I did that and I had a five hour drive uh, and I opened Twitter like uh, halfway on the, on the road as I was there. And I started seeing some hate tweets from people that were at the show saying what a piece of shit I was uh, that I didn't take pictures and sign autographs, even though I shook everyone's hand. And, and I just go, fuck man, We're, this is, they, they don't care about you overall anyways. Not, not everyone, but like the people like that. And like, you're not people just, if they don't get what they want, like the people that, they're gonna they can just go say anything and then other people read that and go what a piece of shit but in reality i'm literally stopping yeah. it you know what i mean and that's where i just go I it, it sucks I but it's the way life is the way how things are is you can't please everybody yep. you know no matter what you do if you're a basketball player a football player there's always going to be that one fan that one person who's going to try to bring you down or be like oh he's a piece of shit yeah yeah look at me or, or like he didn't acknowledge me People like that, you gotta ignore, man. Honestly, and just well, you do. But, that, but that, I'm just saying. But that's where the online hate, though. We live in a day and age where somebody can do that and go put that up, and then fans who just want to be angry that every you know that's the kind of stuff that can go viral, though. <laughs> like you know the John Cena video. Did you just see the video of the fan? It was John was eating with friends at a restaurant, and I've dealt with this a, a lot. I can't imagine John with being in the movies how much he has to deal with this going to public. But the, he's eating, and a fan at the table starts recording him, and then ask him to, 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 can you do the, can you can't see me while he's eating, but like recording him. It's not like oh, he yeah, just I saw the video, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that went viral, but John was very respectful still, and just said, "Is it okay if I just eat with my friends?" And like, and and could have said a lot worse with that. But what people don't understand is like, that's the kind of video that people are going to run with that and say John Cena is, is rude and mean, like. But he deals with this. We all deal with it. But John, like, you deal with that fucking everywhere you go with it. But yeah. he's just trying to eat, and the guy starts recording him without his permission. It's like yeah, people yeah, don't yeah, understand the what you go through. And, like, even John was very polite in that, by the way. Like, John was not – John could have said, fucking turn that off or fuck off or – Yeah, that's true. And the guy – but people are still going to make their, their videos on it and be upset. And so it's just – but that's the, that's what we live in, man. The world we live in. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's definitely a fucked up place. But you know, it's always better days coming. That's the way I look at it, man. It's always a light at the end of the tunnel. So there is. That's a good way. And it, that's the way you got to look at it. That's, that's why I just keep my dude. That's why I tell you I just block when I see it. It's not. I don't hate anybody that I block, <clears throat> other than Chase. But the fucking, <laughs> I just I just move forward and just trying to stay positive, man, and interact with good people and, and live yeah, life. Man. Yeah, I mean, that's what part of life is, man. You got to move forward, meet good people, have good memories. Yep. You know, fuck the drama, man. But anyway, I don't want to hold too much of your time. But yeah, man, it was good talking to you, man. Likewise, you're welcome on any time, and I appreciate it. You have a good day, all right? Oh, yeah, brother. I'll definitely be on more often, for sure. All right. Well, you take care. All right, bro. You too. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. Awesome. Thank you very much. Great callers today. Still no chase. Still no chase. We will go at Mike. <clears throat> Mike, are you there? Uh, yes, I am. How's everything going? Very good. How's your day? Not too bad. So I've been on here before, and I'll try not to keep you as long as I did last time. Uh, I want to be more respectful to the other listeners. But one of the things I wanted to ask you, and we hit on it a little bit the last time we talked, was about the intellectual property suit that you had with WWE. And I don't know how much you can say here, but one thing I'm curious about, what was your basis where you felt like you had a really good case to take them on? I know your lawyer said 
point it was going to probably cost over seventy five grand to fight them. Something that was like that. well. Right. It ended up being well over that. It right. was. It was. It was actually multiple. And another attorney had quoted me actually much higher. And my my attorney in Vegas has been a blessing. He he has been. He's helped me so much, and he took his knowledge with the information that I had, and we worked together. And he I'll, he'll be with me forever, man, or as long as he 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 he'll be with me because it he's he's been really really great with everything. Um, I, well, you got so you got to understand. I knew, I knew the conversations that took place prior, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna specify what those were. I had to do that during a deposition already. Um, and I knew the things that they had told me and, and the different things along the way. Um, and I also know that that once I had changed my name, there was also by by bad mouthing them essentially, which I never wanted to do. I understood that I, I, there, I, I've talked about this briefly on here. When they latched onto my social media, that opened up. I wasn't backing down. I was going to say, and I'd already said some stuff, but I wasn't backing down when I saw what they were doing with the social media. I go, I, but I, it was a two-pronged approach. I go, if they don't make anything new with my name in that, in by because they were trying to hurt me financially. And I once I realized what they were trying to do to me financially from the beginning, I, and I go, if I just continue to badmouth them by just telling the, the truth on everything, essentially, I go, they're not going to probably make anything with my name. They're not going to keep putting me in the games. So when they go to refile for that Ryback trademark, they're not, they're, they haven't, they've abandoned it. And so, and, and that was essentially what happened. And I kept that going for as long as I could, but they also, by doing the social media, I would have done that anyways with what they were doing with my social media, but I knew it was going to benefit me in that case, as long as I just got it to the end with it. And also there was one thing early on in the case where they got caught lying to the USPTO. And that's where, and I go once that, and they realized I wasn't backing down that's when they then reached out. We want to repair the relationship. We want to settle. They wanted it to go away. So that way it didn't look like they were going to lose it at the end with everything with that. And that went on for a fucking well over a year with all of that. But I, I just essentially, I had the facts and I just knew that I go, I have the facts. I have the money. I'm just going to have to, I anticipated they were going to take this all the way to the end to make me spend as much money while trying to cost me as much money. One by not making merchandise or putting me in any of the games or doing anything with, with the Ryback name with that. And I go, I go, eventually it's all going to come back to me and I just got to be patient. And it, and that's what happened. So, but they too, in, in that though, that's when they, they, they go, they, they knew I wasn't going to stop either. And that's where like, you know, the, the, the slandering my name and all the bullshit, it's essentially like, well, we'll fucking just make sure the name as much heat as possible with it by the time he gets it anyways. So, but no, I think that's that. No, I'm glad you fought it. I'll never forget because I, I told you I listened to all your shows with Raj when you first started doing the YouTube yeah. show. And I again, I, I hope at some point because I thought you did, you guys were you guys had great chemistry. I love the show, and I felt like you dismissed all the foolish narratives out there that always oh, a meathead. I mean, you're very well spoken. You're very, anyone that's listening knows you're a great guy. And Thank you. I, I've been hearing the, the chase stuff last couple of days. It, it's fucking abhorrent. I hope that he does get caught. But I wanted to say to you because uh, you were talking, we're talking about the trademark thing. Do you did you see what Cody did? And it was so smart. It was so shrewd. He waited until WCW pay per views lapsed um, with the intellectual property that WWE had and filed for them and traded those back to them for the last name Rhodes. It was so smart. Yeah, that is. And I, I wasn't even aware that he did that. That is. That's incredibly smart. 
it's I just you know, and I'll let you go because I, <coughs> I love talking. I don't want to. I, I don't want to. You know, disrupt this. But hey, I'm going to tell you something too, though. With that, you want to hear something else on that? Please, of course. Oh yeah. You want to know what's not smart is if he signed if he signed that contract and he doesn't have in writing that he's going to get that championship. Who do you think is going to get the last laugh on that? Oh, them. And you brought that up. And yep. I said, and I, again, I don't want to keep you, but I said to friends of mine after the dust settled on that, I thought that was a Paul Heyman. And I, I don't know how Paul Heyman's deal structured, if he's paid for appearance or if it's a, just a regular contract. Yep. But I just thought that was a political hit job on him in some way. I assume it was Heyman. Because Roman is the schedule. He has the money. Yeah. He doesn't care about the belts. He has the he has them by the beat. He's in a great spot. Yep. But Heyman, if Heyman needs to be there in proximity to the title holder for financial benefit, it would make all the sense in the world if he was the advocate for saying, no, there's more juice to get out of Roman's title reign. That was that. That's not a good business move at Mania. I felt like I agree with you. Showed house show attendance is way up. The ratings are up with him. His merchandise. He, I mean, you couldn't ask for a better scenario. And that guy, even though he has a new child at home, he wants to be the star quarterback. He wants to be given everything. He and he, the- yeah. And, but you got to remember too, Cody's been through a lot. He wrestled with a torn peck for them. Yeah. He, and he came back. He, 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 he honored that. They, they, as advertised, the, the card is subject to change. They made sure that it didn't. And he went out there and did something nobody else has ever done in that position. It was amazing. And, and had a great match, by the way, both of them with yeah, that. With, so, but. The, the thing is, is, and, and I see when I see other WWE talents come out on, and, and they do shows, and, and like I saw Stone Cold on Busted Open saying how it was a great move. You explained to me, and I, and I would tell this right to Steve, if that was you, you want to win that fucking title at WrestleMania. You don't want to have to bank on staying healthy for another year, especially, right. after, and Cody's already been there for a long time. He has a lot of mileage on his body. I don't know how much longer he wants to do this, but if it's me, I want as many championship runs as possible. So I want to have those titles as as young as I am before. I don't want to wait a year for just to have one. I want to fucking have that then, have the run, and then we come back and revisit at another point because the story was fucking complete already. It didn't need to go on. And now he's he's going off on side missions already with it. So they always get the last laugh if it's not in writing. Never forget that. The one thing with him, and um, I, again, I've been a Cody fan since he was putting bags over people's heads at ringside. I always felt like no matter what that company gave him, he's even talked about it, where Dusty said, don't do the Stardust angle because they're going to devalue you. And he wanted to get it over because that's his attitude. Yep. The one interesting thing, I don't know if you heard about this last summer, Brandy Rhodes, by all accounts, was given a sham workout with them. And... I that is the one thing I find interesting. And again, I'm not I, I'm the biggest Cody fan. I felt like it's just my opinion. I felt like Tony got taken advantage of putting Brandy on TV. That was her attempt to be, you know, a star on television. I not a fan of any of that, but I find it interesting though, they would not hire her. They will not put her on TV. Even leading up to Mania, they could have used her in a promo tool with Paul. Yep. They could have done something with her and Rhea. That's the one thing where where I'm because uh, I, I don't know how Cody would approach it because it's a delicate thing. I don't think they want to hire her in any capacity or use her. But that's the one interesting thing. They would not bring her on television at all. And if you watched it, Mania, they, yeah. did a, they did a little documentary behind the scenes. She looked like she was dressed in the event that they would ask her to be on screen. Of course, they didn't. But, but yeah, I mean, that's just the one little thing they didn't do for him. And again, I'm glad I don't, just my opinion... I don't think she's, uh, my opinion, I don't really think she's got anything to offer as a character. And I'm glad because I, that's the one thing I'm, I watch everything. I'm yeah. a bigger AEW fan than anybody. 
Um, but I just felt like if you if you noticed at the end of their run, Cody and Brandy, the week before they left, Brandy said publicly, I want to earn a title reign. And the next week they're both gone. And I'm not saying there wasn't tons of issues. There was a report that he wanted $4 million a year, which is allegedly what Punk's getting. He's denied us about money. I don't know. I don't know, but hey, every talent though wants to get what they're worth. I mean, because because right. Cody would know what he's bringing in also. So right. I would, especially being in that EVP position. So because I can tell you, in, in seeing the merch numbers, so many, and he went a whole career in WWE, not getting anywhere near what he was worth. All talents do. It right. sucks, and they're the lowest paid for what we bring in. But I, I will say the. And there's our egos involved, whether you know other guys are getting them a certain amount of money, and, and it, it plays into it. And you want, you know, you you want to get what you're worth, or you want to be looked at it the same light, and now that plays a, a part in all that as well. But and I understand, like you know, with Brandy, I've always thought Brandy, you know, it, it, with her promos and at different times, and, and she brings passion, but she is his real life wife, like right. you said. I feel like she definitely can add value and bring maybe, and I don't, I don't know what her you know, ambitions are is wanting to, to be a full-time wrestler. And after you have, you have a child and I've never had a child, but I would expect that your priorities change a little bit and different things in your schedule and Cody being the one, the workhorse, you know, with all of that and coming up with the business and, you know, maybe he had input on that as well, but I always, you know, enjoyed her with Cody at, with a promo with all of that and things that she, she could have definitely added to that WrestleMania lead in, you know, to all of that. With- if she was a heel, I think, I, and everyone, a lot of people have the same opinion. I think there was so much money left on the table with Cody and AEW. Yeah, oh, I agree. Been a rumor, he wants to run for office at some point and doesn't want to play a bad guy on TV at this point. Now, whether that's true or not, whatever is... You know, I could see that. Yeah, and whatever it is, he, I just felt like if those two were a power couple as heels, that's a different dynamic. You can make that make sense. But one more thing I want to ask you, and yep. I, I don't want to keep you, but... You talked before, I don't know if you went into great detail, but I found this to be such an interesting situation you brought up, that John Cena addressed the locker room one point about video game royalties. And I Correct. don't know if you remember this. Mick Foley spoke out on your guy's behalf, and when he did this, they started remove. they cropped him out of archival footage right after he did that. I remember hearing about this. Yes, so he spoke out on your behalf, the, the locker room's behalf, <coughs> Mick, saying, look, these guys are... He, he said it very, you know how he is, very diplomatic but still wants to get his point across, that basically you guys were being taken advantage of. And you told the story where Cena either came in the locker room, whatever it was, and he said, guys, we have to do this for the team, whatever. Him, but, he, but, it was him with the locker room with Mark Carano, by the way, yes. Oh, oh there you go. Okay, yeah. that's there. So now obviously you have a bunch of buddies here. Did you guys, and I'm, I don't, yeah, this is a stupid question. I'm sure you did. What, did. what did you guys think about that? And did you, did any of you say to each other, you know, this isn't right, and was it, or was it as simple as, hey, look, they have us by the balls, there's no leverage, it's not like the Khan family was involved at this point, was it just... It was exactly that. It It was everybody instantly bullshit, this is not fucking right. I think various people went and complained. I could tell you I know exactly what was going through my mind with all of this, and I had, and I don't remember at what specific time, but I was still, this had to have been 2012, 13, going into the do you remember the exact year, the the time period for this? Uh, I would say it's it had to have been. So you were, let's see. I think it was probably around 2012, 2013 is my guess. Yeah. It, my yeah. And it, it, I want to say it was, it could have been early 2013. I want to say I was still red hot and babyface at the time. And, but I remember I had all the legal stuff going on, the bullshit. And I just, I knew instantly. 
what what they do is it, they groom. It was all developmental talents now that were on the roster essentially, and then and everybody and they 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 groom fear in the developmental talents, especially for the period that I had been down there from Deep South to OVW to FCW. Uh, and not not groom fear with Dr. Tom. They weren't about that, but the just in general, uh, like on on follow, stay in line, don't don't ask questions. And they had such control of everything. There weren't other promotions. AEW didn't exist with that. Uh, TNA at the time wasn't wasn't a close competitor by any means with anything like that. But this is where they get talent. So they what they did by that. John was making. He was the only one in that room that was making a shit ton of money and getting paid getting paid for being in the game. What he probably should have. And so what they did, they found this was their. They knew they had as many develop. They knew they had a lot of developmental talents now that were main roster. They didn't have a lot of seniority with, with, with guys that had been there for a long time. I think they simply used that, that happened, whatever the, the, the financial thing that happened, they used that as an excuse to see if they could then lower video game pay forever for talents. And it worked with it because nobody could do anything about it. And then once they realized that there was like, because if you would have, I could tell you this, if you would have went to them or if everybody collectively would have went and, and done something, they it would have people would have been released and the key people wanted to have been released but certain people would have so and they, they've done this before on different things and we all know that in the system how fucked up it is but that like in you're only there you might only have a three or four year career they literally fucked me my entire time there on video game pay it went from fucking what it was to nowhere where usually you may you make i made probably my whole career there what you would have made in one year on a video game normally with that and so that that tells you how fucking drastic it was, and it was, and I don't know, and it never it never increased from when I left until I don't I don't know if they increased it during the years after, but about my whole time there, it stayed at that rate that they kept it on that excuse of they got fucked out of the video game on financially on a bad deal on their part that had nothing to do with any of us, but they used us as the scapegoats on it. So yeah, I think it- I lost. I'll tell this publicly. I lost a lot of respect for John on that on that 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 still to this day. I would like. I, I think that they have the fucking guy that's set for life come up to tell everybody that they got to take it on the chin for the company, for the multi-billion-dollar company and the multi-millionaire sitting there. You're like, wait, why? Do you guys have the money to pay us what we should be paid anyways? Where that game doesn't exist without us, but it is what it is. No, that's the one thing. I was going to say, Kid Cash at one point I think said he was making sixty grand a year off residuals, which is amazing, and he had been, as you know. He maybe had a cup of coffee in the company. Yeah, I like I know him very well from developmental and like him a lot. But yeah, he didn't have a, a big huge run up there. Yeah, and <laughs> I was going to say just about what you were saying there. That's where it, I don't know if you ever heard the quote Punk made, and it's it's a it's I mean maybe it's it's more based in reality than anything else. But he said there's no such thing as the boys, and it's an unfortunate situation where you have somebody at Cena's level that could have said. Hey, let's not do this. Let's do that. But he was willingly being a merchant of the company. Can I tell you two want to know the difference? And I, I like John in other ways that I, and I'm going to tell you where things And So when I was used in a top position and I saw what we were being paid for things, you want to know what I did? I went Please. to them and I, I didn't just ask, why am I being paid this? I asked why we are being paid this overall as wrestlers. And they fucking hated it. And I think they, they <laughs> and I'm just telling you, and I think yeah. that also played a part on things and, and, where you you don't you don't bring those up and Rand like I remember on the signed pictures, I love Randy Orton I love Randy hated I know at times having to do all the signed photos like you do for like me and Cena had to do them forever 
for for a period of time where they sell them up in the concession stand. They were big, these big, huge photos. You got to sign thousands of them. You get to every arena, you got to sign sometimes hundreds, 500. You got to sign a lot. Like, and so I found out what I, when I found out what I was making on those, it was they were selling them for $20. They're buying it for pennies on the dollar, all these ordering hundreds of thousands of photos probably. And they were paying us, I think it was, it was like 70 something or 80 something cents per uh, $20 photo that were the ones signing and doing all the time before getting to the building early. And then I go, I just said, I, I mean, I go, why are these numbers so low for us on this? And not for me, for us. And they, they fucking hated it. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. No, it's it's I, there's so few people, and that's and I brought this up to you the last time we talked. It's a shame that you guys are sideways, and maybe at some point there could be some kind of reconciliation. But you and Punk were two of the people that did speak up about how they would treat you guys and marginalize your pay, yeah. and not. I mean, it's it's interesting though. You guys have more in common. I agree. It, it, it's because you both were willing to say this isn't right. I mean, I don't know if you heard the story where Randy Orton, and I don't think him and Punk were buddies, but Randy Orton went up to Punk after the network started migrating away from the pay-per-views. They started putting everything on the network yep. and punk was one of the, I think punk was the only person that said, how are we going to get paid? And Randy Orton was even asking him off on the side, Randy Orton, who should be able to make these kind of statements or questions yeah. in a public forum. And, you know, he would even go up to punk because Randy seemingly didn't want to rock the boat himself. And that's, that's where it's, it does suck that. I mean, I don't know if you ever heard the story about Jesse Ventura, but Jesse tried to stop a show. I want to say in Los Angeles, to get the guys to unionize and Hogan yeah. went to bed, yep. tattled on Jesse. And it's an amazing story, but Jesse got involved with the screen actors guild because I want to say predator. So he ended up getting in a union somewhere else. But he, I think he said later on, if you guys are too stupid to listen to me, it's on you. you That's know? that you want to know. And ever since I've talked about everything I, and I know too, and I've always been like, and it wasn't like something I ever harped on on that, but I, I knew that all along anyways, because the guys, but you have to understand the the, the problem it needs to come from the promoter it can't come from the boys because you have people that have have families and kids that have worked their whole lives and now you're asking them to take a chance where they're not going to be able to provide for their families 
at the level that they have after working their whole lives to get to a certain point. And that's one of the reasons why I talk about the stuff as much as I have is for new wrestlers getting in the business. So at least they're fucking aware of what they're getting into. A lot of us were not aware of what we were getting into fully until you get there and it's too late. And then by that point, and I understand why guys don't rock the boats because you're, you're, you got a wife and kids and you're, you know, you want to be able to take care of yourself. You just worked your whole life to get to do what you want to do. And the, the alternative is you're not going to make nowhere near that if you go anywhere else. And so, and that's where it comes to, this is why like AEW and creating a more productive work environment and maybe in working some of these things out where people, wrestlers are getting better numbers. This is the best way their success forcing, because if WWE keeps losing wrestlers to them, they're going to have to, they're going to have to alter the way that they're doing business at some point in time and treat the wrestlers better. And this is why I think every fan should want AEW and every wrestling promotion to succeed that are treating wrestlers better because it can force WWE to just treat the, the talent that they have better to where people get paid what they should. Because I'm telling you, and I'm meeting from legends and the all the people that came before, nobody's fucking gotten what they should have. You know who has, though? Vince. Right. Yeah. And I, I it's an interesting thing. He, um, in his deal with Endeavor, part of his exclusive deal with them is that he signed over his intellectual property rights to himself yep. away from Endeavor. So that just... That's the one thing, and I don't want to keep you much longer, and I don't want to go to a rant or anything. No, you have you bring up good points and questions on things, so this is... Oh, no, I, lo I love talking to you. I really do. And I hate the fact, and I don't even call these people fans. I really don't. But there's... A, and you know this, so, and, you know, you're too nice to... You're too nice to say it. But there's a segment. Uh, it's just the WWE fans, I don't know if it's watching all their produced documentaries. And I I'm entertained by their documentaries. I am, but Same. those documentaries are slanted in a way, like when they talk about loyalty and they talk about doing the right thing by Vince. No, it's a business. And I'm going to say, and I, I hate to even put this out there because I hope this doesn't happen, but I said the last time, I am 99.9% .9 sure Edge is heading to AEW, yeah. whether, it's, whether it's at the end of August, because I think they want him at Wembley. By all accounts, the last date he has is the 17th for SmackDown. I'm pretty sure he's got nothing left. I think he's on a a quota of and a he's not on match. tv either no i and this is the thing with these wwe <coughs> fans they don't want to believe and they don't seem to understand this the only reason he got by all accounts i think he got a nine million dollar fully guaranteed yeah team. you said this because aew was yeah, wanting to right. sign him and so they right yeah yep. can i tell you something mike and you bring up and i want to bring this up to people Please. how many people that we grew up watching and that had been involved in wrestling with wwe all the the legends everybody that's passed away and 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 the people former that we grew up watching in prior, but how many of them are actually affiliated with WWE in any way, shape, or form? It's very right. few, right? And that and that should tell people, and even people that sign legends deals, those deals they have to have another job. Those legends deals are absolute fucking bullshit. I don't know if you remember this. Edge got screwed on. Well, they offered him a legends deal when he was medically disqualified. His last promo for them was with Cena before that Brock Lesnar comeback match. Yep. And um, by all accounts, they offered him. The rumor was Triple H was in charge of talent relations at the time, or if he wasn't in charge, he was pretty close to that position. And he offered Edge a terrible deal. They, he lowballed him. Do you know what and, that was? Go ahead, please. No, I know. I'm. At, I, I've heard though, and I don't know for Edge. I think it was less than a hundred grand. I think it was less than a hundred grand. I've heard develop the, those legends deals can be five hundred dollars a week, like the or five something something pretty like where they're they're not really like they're not not that big. No, and they, that's the thing at, at that time, and, and I think it would be different now. Like, they're paying Mick not to be on AEW. They're paying Bret Hart not to be on AEW. Yeah. So 
they can probably adjust those deals based off how much do you want to keep somebody off another program? Absolutely. That's, that's what they program. do. Yeah. But, um, but just going back to what I was saying, I, when Brian Danielson and there was so much smoke, just like for this edge thing, there's so much smoke. Um, he put up a post last week and I pay attention to details for better or for worse, but he edited his post very carefully about, he didn't say he was retiring and he did not say there was more to accomplish where he currently is. And he told Logan Paul, he said he has another year left at an elite level. Now maybe that's wordplay, but I don't think it's wordplay. I think that's where he's going. And I just hope these fans don't start turning on him because he's literally broken his neck for that company. And yeah. He wants to go. And I, I, we don't know his health. We don't know exactly what's going on, but why wouldn't he want to be in a tag team where both him and his buddy will extend their careers a little bit further because there's less pressure. 1000%. And it helps them AEW. I'm all for him going because it, right, of course. they, they need, we need them to continue to grow and get better and, and the top names to working with the upcoming names and that are, that are getting, creating their own names. It's a blend. A successful company will have a blend of everything. And it, it's and they've done a great job. But th those ratings, I know the collision rating came down drastically, right, this week? Right. So yeah, they went from 800 to 5. But see, I would, and this is stuff we don't know. We, we don't, we're not in a position to know this. What is Warner's expectation? I was going to when I saw that, that's what I'm curious of because they, they might consider that a, a home run or, or, or decent. Night. Yeah, if, you, if you're on a Saturday, you've got to think. You're always going to compete against sporting events. Yeah. You're always going to compete. It's sporting events mostly on Saturday they have to compete with. But whatever Warner sees, they're very happy with that relationship. And that's like there were – I know, agree. There, there was rumors a month ago that they were going to get maybe close to a billion or a billion in a new overall deal. I don't know if they'll ever approach that. But what I do know is that when this new deal is done, and I, I don't know exactly when Rollins' deal is up, Rollins deals rumored to be up before meeting next year. These same fans don't think that he's probably got a bad knee still that he might want to work once a week. If his wife goes into movies and TV full time. I mean, th this company has allowed everybody to have bargaining power again. That's in a position to do so. And they should, and, if they don't take advantage of it, it's their fault because that is. Moxley told Christian. And I think I don't, I don't think Christian and Christian's very careful what he says when he was talking to WWE after his rumble appearance. Yep. It did not sound like it was going to be anything other than you're going to be beat up to send a message to Edge, pretty much marginalizing him again. One of the best to ever do it. I Those agree. Brilliant mind as well. Oh, my God. He, he, we talk, we talked all day about that, but Moxley told Christian, you owe it to yourself to at least have a conversation with Tony. Yeah. And again, that and I didn't like how fans thought that was an underwhelming surprise when he came in. I think he's one of the best ever. I, just, I agree with you. One, one lunatic did not like the way he looked or whatever. Uh, back in 05, had they put him and Cena together, of course, Christian's going to lose. We know that. But you could have elevated him. Like, even Batista wrote in his book, he could not believe that that they would not let Christian be in a main event. He was a workhorse for them, too. And, and, man, that guy, he went a very, very long time, nonstop, without ever getting injured. I remember when I was in FCW, when he, I think he hurt his peck initially. That was the first time I think he'd missed any time in WWE up to that point. And that was, and that was in... And he'd had his whole run already, pretty much. That was before he retired because he came back. I think he had a couple more injuries and the concussion a couple of years later, a few years later. But he'd gone essentially almost a whole career of just a nonstop on a WWE schedule, which is almost unheard of with it. But it, it's people don't understand that, too. Like Rollins, all the guys, if you're going full time 10 years, 11 years, 12, like that is at that schedule, it, it, you're done almost. Like your body is shot. So. I think a lot of the, and I mean, 
this just it's just my just what I take from it. I think a lot of the WWE fans think these are human action figures. I agree. This is not. They don't understand just because they get back up. They don't know what they're dealing with. You watch, like, I won't say who, but recently I saw, you know, I watch a podcast every week with somebody that's on AEW TV, and it looks like he has nerve damage because the way he's moving his fingers down, he probably has nerve damage. Yep. I think a lot of you guys do. It's just the nature of what comes with I it. I agree. And these people do not understand that it, there's there's another person that's played in the sandbox now. Like, the Monopoly's been ended. That has that has more money, or has or priorly did prior did. Yes. They have they have the the pocket, the pockets to fund this to make this successful. Twelve billion dollars, Mr. Shahid Khan. I yeah, think this is and, with, and by the way, the owner loves pro wrestling with a passion right. that and like just truly appreciates it in his vision of pro wrestling that that yeah. we haven't seen before with another promoter where we saw well, that you can love wrestling, but he from everyone I talk to, he loves wrestling, and but we see he loves wrestlers. And that's kind of the difference between him and Vince. He doesn't just love wrestling. He loves wrestlers, which people shit, people shit on him for showing emotions and hugging the guys. This is the most, the greatest fucking thing we could ever ask for. He fucking cares about the actual human beings playing the, the, the talents. Right. I mean, and that's the, that's the only criticism, the only criticism I have of him. And when that mess happened last September, and again, I know you, and I don't blame you that he's put out bad stuff about you at times. I understand that. But Meltzer said a few weeks before that, this is pretty much a powder keg. That if this is not addressed in some way, form, or fashion, that something bad was going to happen. And it was ominous. And unfortunately, it, it led to it led to what it led to. And I, the one thing Cody said to Ari Hawani that I thought was unfortunately true was he said that really damaged the brand. That really damaged the brand and the spirit of what they were trying to do there. And that's the one thing I wish Tony would do. I mean, can I tell you though, too? But yeah. with, with Tony, you got here's the thing, Mike. We got to take yeah. into account. Yeah, Tony's a human being, and he's he he was a brand new wrestling promoter, and he's being compared to Vince McMahon of the WWE, who has done everything that they have done. So his expectations are what Vince's are in people's eyes because of the product, the the the, the, the competition that they have created with it. So. He's going to make mistakes, though, in this. The key is, and this is mistake, and this is what a lot of people that don't understand, mistakes are okay. It, people are going to, the key is, is to learn from those mistakes as quickly as possible. And and I think that he did learn from it, and, he, and things have been better since that. And I think he's going to continue to improve on that. But he's being compared to a guy that grew up in, from his father in this business and had his entire run and is at the end of his. And so... While he's just created this thing from scratch, I can think I think that the, the criticism can sometimes be too harsh in the sense of let's judge him by how he learns from the mistakes, because the mistakes are going to happen in this game. He's not going to just come in and run a flawless company with doing this all from scratch. Right. right? And I think yeah. that's what I think we have to, to kind of keep an eye on on that and be be conscious of that, that sometimes fans and people. He's being compared to a guy that has created the most successful, largest right. wrestling promotion of all right. time. So yeah, that's, the, that's the only thing I just. But I I, I know what you mean though, and he, I just I, I do think he, he does have to steer that ship. He needs to be the one that makes all the calls, and and, and that and I think he will continue to to do that and learn from that and keep the right people around him. And like they're they're far better off now than when they started. I think as far as having better television deals, they have more name talents there. The talents that all they, they had. A, a roster of five or six names and all indie talents. That it's now, amazing. And, amazing. So in that, and I was very, I go, fuck, this is, they have an uphill battle, but they have done it to where they are now. 
in a position where you can take edge from WWE, possibly Seth Rollins. So they have to be doing something right to where th th this is where th things just don't happen overnight. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I think we're going in the right direction. Yeah, no, I mean, no, everything you just said. And I just, the one thing with that whole situation and Punk had kind of said it to, I don't know if you read the ESPN interview Punk gave before he returned, but he basically said, that I have been trying to communicate this over and over. And it's, it, I just, that's the one thing I mean, obviously as a fan, big fan of that company. Um, I really wish that it had been tried to, and I don't even know, I don't even know how we don't know. We're just speculating, but I wish there could have been some kind of mediation attempt because look, nobody, and you've said this before too, you're not going to like everyone you work with, but yeah. ultimately what these guys have on the line, it's just, you can't take for granted that this guy got involved with this. Is that, I mean, did you hear to um, the effort Triple H made to get the Bucks and Kenny to sign deals that they had six months out? It was all an attempt to keep Tony out of the business. Yeah, I believe that. I, I, when I saw that, I, I knew already. I know how they operate. So I, it's, yeah. 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 Those guys, I mean, what they've accomplished getting this thing off the ground and just to bookend what I said earlier, if you don't want this company to succeed, you're not a fan of the wrestlers, you're not a fan of this industry. It's the weirdest. I'll never. It, it just annoys the hell out of me seeing these. And they all. Let's be real here. And again, I'm not going to ask you to say this because you're too nice. But the people that are making these comments, they want them to fail. They all look like they've missed out on things yeah. in life. What I mean, and it's it's beyond sad. But I just I hope they understand eventually. It's but people. So yeah. here's the thing: people are going to hate to hate, and that's what they do on social sure. media. Sure. It, it, but we got to focus on the people like us that love. There's a lot of us out there that love wrestling. And that we can overpower them if we all stick together. And we, but we got to just focus on and the people in the business doing the work. And, and where I'm going with this, did you yeah. see the tweet I put out about Punk and about my stuff with him and apologizing? Yes. Yeah, and I, I wrote. Yeah, I said that it was a class act thing. Yeah. You're willing to do business, and but here, yeah. Let me, but let me tell you one other part of them because if that stuff is truly going on, I they so they need to run that angle. That angle that they, if they could run that properly with that can bring in better ratings if they really, but in, and they should. And if, if, if that angle is not being done because the guys don't want to work together, I was just simply trying to show, look, me and this guy have had this issue. This has gone on. I see how passionate people are on both sides of everything that have gone on with everything. And on my end and with punk and, and all of it. And I go, look, this is like, I'm willing to sit down with anybody and let's apologize. Let's get this shit out of the way. Even if we never work together again, but with these guys, you know, I'm telling them, fucking sit down with each other and have a conversation. Get on the same page because the goal, if everyone can get on the same page that we want this product to be as good as possible so that in WWE could change it, that by our actions, we could be a very influential part of the business and the history of the business. If we do good business together, we put our egos aside and we work for the common goal of making AEW the number one wrestling promotion. That was what I was trying to essentially get with people to see with that. Look, if I will say this after all this time with this and let you guys sit down, this stuff isn't anything. Fights happen all day long. You guys need to be running this angle on TV. This needs to be the top thing that, you know, Roman and WWE, that how look how good that is and how how impactful that was for WWE. It has been. This right. not saying that's gonna be that, but use this in a positive way. Don't say I'm not gonna fucking work with this guy. And I go, if it can make money, fucking do it. If I could show up and me and Punk could work together and make fucking money and get everybody invested in what's going on in that company, fuck, let's do it. Like let's but like not not making that about me, but these guys sit down and work this shit out. 
And Tony needs to be what you said too. They, it needs to be a vision overall of the company of bettering pro wrestling in general for all the bullshit Vince and WWE has done to everybody. They have such a valuable opportunity and why I'm so passionate about this. And it's because it's like, don't, don't miss out on this. Don't let the fucking egos from that toxic WWE environment that punk has been in for a long time and guys are aware of and people don't hold on to that. Let that go, sit down, work this shit out. It, it's physical fucking acting with it. There's going to be winners and losers, but when everybody's making a lot of money and everyone's having a lot of fun, don't just be caught up in that. that don't let the ego get overly involved in this. Fucking sit down and come up with a common goal. What can we do for the next year so we're beating WWE in the ratings? That needs to be the vision, in, at least in my from what my point of right. view. And I hope to God that that is something they they because they have the they have the talent to do it now with it, and they just got to get everybody on the same page. And that's what that was about. So. No, no. I mean that everyone, if they could just do something like that, if they get like it would obviously be FDR, <laughs> Punk, and then the Elite, Kenny, and the Bucks. There isn't. Everyone knows that a fight happened, and you can turn that into a way to make money. And I, just, I hope eventually, even if even if they never end up working a match, if they get to sit down and talk, because you never want. You just, I, I mean, that's the one thing I hate. I remember when the when I was on Twitter late that night. And the rumors started coming out that there was a fight. I just put my head in my hands, and there's people I DM and stuff, and they thought, "Oh, it's a work." I said immediately, "It's not a work." Is the one thing that that everyone's lucky that nothing came from that was a police report. Yeah, because then the network gets involved, then the network wants to have oversight over your product, then you have countless problems after that. I think that's the one thing nobody talks about is that, by all accounts, there was no police report there. By all accounts, the yeah. police did not get involved, and that's where that's where the company got lucky. But I mean, you know, fights happen in wrestling now in yeah. this day, and so you know, I mean, for fuck's sake, Bret Hart punched Vince in the face backstage. You know, can you imagine if if Tony Khan got punched in the face this day and age, how much like would be made of that? Like it's right. so like fights happen in wrestling, and, and things happen. And, but the thing is, is you want to diffuse it and get everybody on the same page as quickly as possible. Sometimes there's going to be things where guys don't want to work together. Maybe that happens for a short period of time. I feel like enough period of time has gone by where it's like, look, we, we, we got to, we, the goal is we need to, we need, we need ratings. We need to, we need to be delivering on this stuff to so like that. That's where I was just getting at with it. And hopefully at least like you said to just sit down and talk, get d diffuse all the bullshit because too. And I think another, here's another thing I've learned too, Mike is talents have to be, I ignored a lot of stuff for a long time. I would hear that I knew was lies and like people almost got to call out the bullshit when you see it and be like, if, you know, I wish to God on different times and being like aware of who Meltzer was at the time. And like, cause I had no fucking clue. I did not come up with that. And had, I had zero fucking clue who until I got on the main roster. And I, who the talks to, right? You know, who his main source is? No. Right? Who is that? Michael, Michael Hayes. So there you go. Yeah. With that. yeah. yeah. So, which by the way, that that's always interested. I always wanted to know where the fuck the Brock Lesnar story came from, from Meltzer that Brock punched me in my face. That was. I remember. I just said that's so fucking weird. I remember reading that. And again, I I like some of the stuff he writes, some of the stuff I don't. I can give give a take, right? But that never made. I remember that. I ne I don't understand. That was so bizarre. And but that just ties into everything with WWE. I think my personal take on is it was meant to try to to destroy me, my credibility. To make me and it didn't work at all. And that's how I remember hearing about it after I go, what the fuck? That my eye I got punched by Donnie Marla. But if now looking back, how I if that would happen now if I was there and that happened, I would literally call Melter out and get on his show and, and fucking tell the truth and then diffuse right. that lie. Because if you don't, that shit just builds up and people start forming opinions on the bullshit and the lies. 
So it's almost that's something I've learned over the years. I go, when you see the lies, you just got to go head on with them and go call them out on it and fucking shut it down. Because, but I was going to tell you, and I'll, I'll let you go because I don't want to keep you any longer. But um, Mania Weekend, Meltzer reported, and this is why I don't think he knows that he talks to Meltzer. This is why he said this to him. But Edge had told somebody high up that he wants to work with Christian again. And this person that talked to Meltzer assumed that meant Christian coming back, not Edge going there. Yeah. And we, I'm pretty sure 99.9% that it was Mr. Hayes that was relaying that communication. Yep. So, and that's, and by the way, just speaking on that whole thing, one last thing on it. I find it so interesting to me that uh, Dax Harwood said to Sean Ross Sapp on a live stream back in February that Edge and Christian and FTR is more likely that people know. Yet at Mania, Edge still goes over Balor. It's almost like if there's no way I can't believe the company. Somebody did not tell them that that was said. And for them not to like at least take notice of that, I think they really think that nobody would leave them, no matter how often this happens, whether it's Moxley, Danielson, yeah. Adam Cole, you know, listen. They love, and I tell you, they love Edge. Edge, and I know, I know this, Kevin Dunn, I used to see in catering talking to, to Edge all the time when I was there. And I remember somebody telling me, they go, they love him so much. Like the Vince and, and Dunn. And I just, I don't know. I, I didn't, I wasn't in the know at that time. I just remember somebody saying, they go, oh, they, they, they love him. And that would make sense how he's been booked incredibly well his whole career. And like it's and, and worked very hard for them and, and been paid probably very well. So they, they might think they have such a great relationship that he won't leave. But I, I'm with you. I think he will. I think everyone, because it's, yeah. Too much smoke. If, and I, I pay too, I probably pay too much in this stuff. I, I love this business so much. But there's way too much smoke given what Dak said publicly, which I don't know why he would say that publicly. But, hey, he gave us the information. But then Mania Weekend, he communicates to somebody. He wants to work with Christian again. Then he goes over at Mania. But what I found most interesting, he didn't get a Saudi painting. They could have easily put him on that show. because yep. he. he on there with Rollins either last year or the year before. They didn't give him a Saudi payday. He shows up on a random SmackDown, barely promoted, to do a job in a three-way where he could have easily not been pinned. That's the tell. Well, and I, I'll tell you what they'll do, because and I think with him, they probably, with his, is what they're going to do if he is going to, keeping him off TV till his contract ends. They they want it, he, since he's done so much, he may have earned in their eyes where they're not going to job him out on the way out all the way. And like they do some people where they'll do different things. He's on a per quota. The rumor is, Sap reported this uh, late January, that he's on a quota of matches and appearances. And it looks like the Toronto date might just be an appearance. And I, this is what I would ask you, if, if you could, if, whatever you would think about this. They don't want to telegraph where he's going, he, but he's not retiring. And I don't think he'd want to involve himself in some foolish statement where Edge is retiring, but not Adam. Yeah, and I don't know. How does the company write him off other than... I'm guessing this is my assumption because he keeps talking about he doesn't have a lot of time left. I think Killer Cross is going to do an angle where they where he gets beat down, and that maybe he doesn't even get to speak. That's but very possible, and he's a professional. I think whatever they ask him, he he would do. I would. I also though, I, and I I think he's such a professional that he would he would even pitch something like that on his way out to to have at least a little control over something or, or helping put a talent over that maybe he likes to maybe give him a little bit of a rub on whoever he, maybe he has some input on that. I wouldn't be shocked if that something like that does happen. I also though, wouldn't be shocked if they just said, we're just going to keep you off TV to keep your name off of, but knowing him. 
the only other thing I can think of is if he makes an appearance like in a soft television and he just addresses the crowd because I don't see the benefit because I don't I think they've learned from this now. They don't want to leak out because the CM Punk thing, I don't know how much attention he paid to this when it broke. I it by all accounts the WWE told Sean Ross Sapp themselves. And this is the part of the story. And I love, I, you know, I'm a fan of punk. I didn't like what happened at the press conference last September. Kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. But he was communicating. He was negotiating with WWE, too, not just AEW. That's the part of the story where he doesn't, you know, he, he was talking to both sides. And that's the only reason WWE knew about it. So they preemptively tried to leak it to hurt a surprise for AEW. Yep. All that didn't help AEW. And I don't know how you handle Edge here other than what you just said. It doesn't make sense for him to be on television for him to telegraph where he's going because he's not retiring. So that's the one thing I don't know how they they figure that out because I don't think he has matches left for them because he was pitched to be in Money in the Bank uh, a couple weeks ago and nothing. Not that that's a good idea anyway, given his situation. Yeah. The fact he's not on TV and there's no way he'd add time if he wants to get out of there injury free. Yeah. No. He. Yeah. He. He would be protecting his future investment and. Right, yeah. but yeah, I, I I don't want to keep any alone. It's always an no, always Mike. No, you have great great insight and questions, brother. So I I enjoy having you on. So thank you. I hope you catch. I really do hope those people helped you and get that guy. That's thank ter- you. That's terrible for what you owe. Good luck to you, and I I hope you end up. I know where you want to go. I hope it ends up working out for you. Thank you very much. Just got to get cleared, and I, I think everything's gonna align the way that it should, no matter what. I think so. it will too. Maybe it will too. Thank have you, Mike. Time. Good deal, Mike. Appreciate it every time. I might follow up, but we have another, is this? Ah, we got our good buddy Chase back, it looks like. Mike, father of three from the other day. Chase, are we back? How are you doing, sir? Oh, Chase, how are you, my friend? Uh, Who the fuck is Chase? My name is Mike Jackson. I'm from India. I wanted to say... I'm a big, big fan of yours, Ryback. Oh, how big of a fan are you? I wanted to tell you, can you tell the last caller if I could put my dick in his fucking mouth because he just keeps talking and taking up my phone line? Unlike you, he has great insight into the business. Unlike (laughs) you? He might need to teach you something. I think that's why WWE fired you. How stupid are you, uh, Chase, that you don't even realize that I walked out? How stupid are you that you tell all your fans that you're going to catch me? But unfortunately, you don't keep your promises, do you, fat back, cry back, bitch? Why haven't you showed up yet, Chase? Are you still crying about secret? Oh. <laughs> hey, Chase, what do you... Chase, why haven't you showed up if you're in Vegas, Chase? I just love that little dog. These dogs are like my kids. And since my dad, he didn't really have a big family. This was like his little kid. And I know... You missed that little dog deep down, but I want to find out where it's buried so I can go take a little piss on it. Is that okay? It's that back, little bitch. Dogs are cremated. We have their ashes, and you won't be touching those because you're too much of a Good bitch dog. to show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you do? Chase, how did your wrestling yeah, career go, Chase? Yeah, yeah. How many matches have you ever had? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Skip Sheffield would beat the fuck out of you, you little coward. Skip Sheffield was all over in Florida, wasn't he? Come on, we want to hear it. Yep. We want to hear it. Is what Skip else do you got, Chase? All over in Florida's in the wrestling industry. Chase, yep, you, yep, yep. What it do? you ready yep, to go yep, to yep. you ready what to go to prison, do? Chase? Yeah, I just want to fuck your mom's brain, so. Yeah? Okay? Yeah, let's talk face-off. Travolta, Nicolas Cage, yeah. What else are you going to do? My mom would whoop your ass. I can guarantee you. I would let her. I'm into that. You're into a lot. Yeah, you like cocks, too. We've established that. Does she have a little paddle she can spank me? Mm, I like that. Mm, Chase, where are your parents horses? at? Okay. Mm, can we get some horses? I like horses. I like horses. I like animals. What, you like horse cock? Yeah. Is that okay? I like it. It's okay. I want to stick it up. I want to stick up the right back to the last. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. I want to get the horses and see if it's okay. Is that okay? What do you got going on today, Chase? <laughs> I'm like John Cena. You can't see me. <laughs> hey Chase, what what are your thoughts on Ryback versus? Did you sleep last night? Hey Chase, how did you sleep last night? I want to know how much did you sleep? Are you worried about the FBI and the police that that you made this fucking title of this video dead end, <laughs> dead end, bitch? Dead end, just like your mom's fucking throat when my cock's in the back of her fucking throat. It'll be a dead end, but guess what? I'll push it past the tonsils. Is that cool? That's not going to happen, Chase. I think we both know that. That's not going to happen. It'll be a dead end in that tonsils, but I'll push it past it. Chase, how does it bother you that you never really... Hey, Chase. It's in the back of the throat. It feels good. I like it. I like it. How are you doing, sir? Right back. I'm sorry. I don't know who this Chase guy is. I wanted to say, I wanted to say, I'm your biggest fan. I'm from Pakistan. I'm not from India. I forget where I'm from. I'm sorry. I have a little brain damage, but I wanted to know. The brain damage is is a for sure fucking thing that you have, Chase. I wanted to know, do you miss WWE or do you miss the money? Chase, does, is it hard living life knowing that you're a failure in your parents' eyes? You never really did. Your, you never really did what they wanted you to do, right? You didn't make it, right? Do you have any of your own catchphrases, or can you just say mine? Hey, Chase. Chase, do your parents not love you? Mm, you do that pretty good. Do you have any of your own? Do you got any of your own catchphrases, Chase? Uh-oh, what happened? Chase is gone. Chase is off the uh, the air. Uh-oh, did Chase deleted the account instantly? Did Chase delete the account? Very interesting. Thank you for calling in, Chase. Something tells me I'm going to have the last fucking laugh, though, my friend. (laughs) You stupid motherfucker. Thank you very much for calling in, Chase. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. You are one dumb motherfucker.
Oh, this is going to be very sweet. Just let me say thank you one more time, Chase. Enjoy your final moments. Ah, let's do another caller. Let's keep things on the positive. Cold, I know I got to get you in here. Actually, wait, is this, uh, we're going to, might have a special guest joining us real quick today. Special guest here real quick today. Maybe not. Maybe I can't invite him in. Cold, I'll get you in here, Cold. Cold email Jesus. Is this following up with Chase again? How you doing, brother? I'm good, brother. It's nice to uh, finally meet you over here. Likewise. How's your day going? Dude, my day's going good, man. I've been working. And, uh, same here. And I, same here right now, buddy. Same here. Dude, I came in and... Uh, perfect timing because our, our friend came in it sounds like but yep. uh, you know i got a message for you chase i've been following this dude and you're you're 45 years old you dress like john cena 33 you got mad at a guy who beat up your favorite wrestler in a storyline 15 years ago and now you're threatening to kill him you're threatening to kill his mom you're threatening to kill dolph ziggler curtis axel who i think's in here right now if I'm not mistaken, uh, if I saw correct, he was. Days. Yeah, he was listening. A lot of people have taken taken Chase has gotten a lot of people's attention. Yeah, so you know, look, Chase. I, I know you think you're invincible. I think you, I know you think you don't. You, you're not going to get caught here, but you are, dude. And I can tell. Yeah, man, yeah. When it happens, man, you know you are going to be a complete embarrassment. And I know a guy like you is going to be a complete pussy the minute you get caught. And we're going to see who you really are. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, man, everybody is going to laugh at you and they're going to know you're a complete fool. Yeah. So I hope you come back in here. I hope Ryback brings you back on. If you see this guy come in, cut me out, dude. Bring him uh, out. Yeah, he, he created an account that I had him in here before. And uh, and I don't think, I don't know. It's very difficult to know what accounts are going to be his previously. But the uh, something tells me he got a little preoccupied. Yeah, I'm also wondering if maybe he's trying to, because last time I think he was in there for like an hour, I'm wondering if he thinks if he's only in for like five or ten minutes and then cuts out if, if we won't, won't be able to catch him. But yeah, either I don't way, know. This guy, he's going to get caught, dude. And hey. I, you know, he's trying to be cute with a VPN. It's not going to work. You're, you're going to get busted, dude. You saw what happened to Sonia Deville stalker. And dude, the fact that... He, I don't think he understands how fucking stubborn I am. I am making my number one life priority to fucking find him and lock him up. And I'm going to make a goddamn fucking vlog of visiting him in prison. And I'm going to look at him and I'm right there, feeding time. And I'm just going to show a clip of my return to him from that little fucking window. And then I'm going to pull out my fucking tit like this. And I'm going to put it up against it. And I'm going to go, oh, Brandon. Oh, my God. Man. Oh, shit. But, dude, uh, you know, and... and uh... Dude, I remember the comment he made also. Like this guy, you, you know, the one the guy went after Sonia Deville, which is fucked up. Completely fucked up. Yep. This guy's 45 years old going after another male. Mm, and it's yeah. like, dude, you are a an obsessed wrestling fan. And I totally believe what Ryback's saying. I think you're a virgin. I think you probably have erectile dysfunction. Comes and from I, a long, I mean, long line of, of family members with it, I've heard. 
exactly. Great grandfather on. It was just everybody suffered from it in his family. I don't know if you have this on your supplement line over at phoebemore.com. We might need to create the first ever erectile dysfunction drug. Well, cold, I can tell you, cold email Jesus. I don't know if you know about my big, the big guy male performance formula. My good buddy, Chris Pavone, a pro wrestler, was one half of the Dude Busters, just sent me his blood work. It raised his natural testosterone 170-something points, I believe, over what it was. He was came back at like 763. His free testosterone was higher. The product has a natural Cialis and Viagra, a supplement, an herb called uh, Butea Superba with it, which is, a, it, it contains that. So it is not only a testosterone booster, it is a true male performance formula in every way. Feedmemore.com, as Chase would say. All right, good plug there. I might have to order some of that myself. It, I'm not even kidding you. It is amazing. Chase. I was curious, man. I just saw this yesterday. I saw, uh, and these were old comments from Chris Jericho, and he's a big fan of yours, dude. And I, and I know I saw a while ago he had some good things to say to you, or about you, I should say. Thank you. And I, I couldn't believe this, dude. I mean, obviously, I actually started wrestling, watching wrestling again back in 2012, and I started watching right as you came in, dude. And, and it was insane, that run that you had going up to Hell in a Cell and all the way up until, you know, the Royal Rumble 2013. I believe it was you and Cena at the very end, dude. It was insane. That really got me hooked back into Thank wrestling. You. Um, so that was awesome. But I read that Jericho had said that, uh, he had proposed that you go against the undertaker and you were the guy who was supposed to beat the streak from what he wanted to happen. I wasn't sure if that ever came back to you, if it was ever seriously considered or if you even knew about it at the time, uh, you know, before Jericho came out with his comments. Well, I I knew what was going on behind the scenes with me from the legal stuff and that it happened. And and I I did not expect that to happen with the way things, because well, one, the undefeated, unless that, that might've been something Jericho had talked to them about. I don't think it it never involved me at that point. Um, And then once the the hell in itself started and I saw the kind of the direction we were going, um, that obviously was going to be kind of out the window with all of that. I, I believe Chris, it was, Chris was very good to me and, and, and he's one of my favorite people and I follow him to this day and, uh, and, and watch everything he's doing because he was, he was one of the, the, the big top guys and guys that I grew up watching. That was, uh, I felt like he didn't have an ego as far as like, he, he wasn't out to get me or to make me look bad. And in my experience, I'd went from working punk to Cena it, where it kind of, not to say they both, and they, Cena was really great to work with, but there were the two top guys in the company, and I was I was I had moved up into a top position and was was doing well financially and bringing in money, where that became a, a threat. And I've talked about that where I don't take it as personal now. Uh, but Chris, it was already established. Chris had his contract, his money. He was gone for a while. Like he, he had so many other things in his life. He he wasn't looking at me as a threat to Chris Jericho with that. And so, and that's where I think I get. It's just the nature of the beast, the way that the business is and, and whatnot. And I learned a lot of valuable lessons in that. And I learned how not to be like that and, and not because that's not it's not a fun fun to be on the receiving end of that. But but Chris always would take time to talk to me after our matches, even though everything yep. was 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 great. I hope you didn't break anything there. No, dude, one of my dishes just fell over here. Oh, but I'm good. the uh, <laughs> I he, he was but he would talk to me after the matches. He'd come up in the locker room, he goes, do you have any questions on anything? And, and like, and it was just, he would, he would just make time for me uh, on things. And, uh, and, you know, obviously with our, our match and on the pay-per-view, he, he, he put me over on that and he didn't need to do that. He probably could have very easily got politic to go over on me on that. And uh, he didn't. And that always to me was like, it just, 
it, that to me, I, I'm glad I got to experience. I go, that's what a top guy should be. Not that he put me over, but that he 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 wanted to help me improve and get better. And and he also though wasn't trying to to just beat me to try to take away steam or anything like that. He was actually putting me over to help try to get me back on track as a heel. Yep. After kind of getting put through the ringer of being used in a top babyface position, but be, losing like six seven pay per views in a row. But still getting over, and then doing the two two championship things with Cena, with a with a draw, and, a, and then putting Cena over, which is just playing the supporting role on it. But I always have man, I have nothing but respect, and he he just understand he clearly. I think he is one of the all time greats in the sense too of just not only what he just does wrestling, but I believe he he improves the locker room and he uplifts the talents that he works with, whether he's winning or losing. If that makes sense. Yeah, dude, totally. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I felt like at the time, dude, like uh, I just got back into it in early 2012, actually right before you came in. And I remember they had you going up against like uh, at the beginning. And I actually at first I didn't get it, but I kind of got it. It was going as it was going on and the crowd was really popping. Like I remember at first, like there were some things like people make, doing the Goldberg chants and everything. People didn't really know how to digest it. And then you like. I noticed just all this momentum building and you know, when I started watching in early 2012, things were pretty stale. I thought, and then you come in dude. And it's like, they finally, it seemed like they were about to catch lightning in a bottle here. And you've got all this momentum. The crowd is popping for you. And I felt like when they put you in that match with CM Punk, like it didn't make a lot of sense. I understand Cena got hurt. Yeah. But like, why not build this up longer? Put somebody else in there. I'll tell you, and I've talked about this. It was because they looked at it as a way to get me to, it, they needed me to drop the, the $5 million malpractice suit against the doctor. And they, they, that, so they put me in the main event. They started paying me. I went from making no money to making really good money, like instantly. And then they, as soon as I got a week or two's of pay, they called me, Jane Geddes called me and then threatened me, my job on the, on the phone. This was right before Hell in a Cell and said, if I did not drop the $5 million malpractice suit, WWE would fire me. This was off the record. She said repeatedly with that. She goes, we're going to get a lot of bad press, even though we're not directly involved. She goes, because we picked the doctor. We need you to do this for us. We're going to take care of you financially. And all the legal things in the, the strained relationship is going to be water under the bridge. So they literally used me to put me in that spot of that. And like, and I was red hot. So they made it look like they were going to make it all about me and pay. And like, this was all like, Hey, you're over. We're just, we're going to use you as is. And like, we're going to run with this. And, and then essentially when I, when I trusted them and the, as soon as the statute of limitations ran up shortly thereafter, that's when they really started fucking with me. And that's why we saw the random heel turn and they dropped the merchandise and they made, they stopped paying me with it. So they, they, this is what they do. They manipulate and use people. And so they used my love of wrestling and overcoming my ankle injury and coming back and getting over. And they gave me the platform to do so with it. They, they then threatened to fire me. And this is the stuff they don't want me. I've talked about it, but they don't want this becoming real public knowledge of how they operate. But that is why this happened. But instead, they've, they've convinced a portion of people that I failed in the main event when I did not fail. Everything was a massive fucking success across the board with it. And luckily, there's enough fans that are still loyal and believe in love and like that we had that connection on that where they go, no, something clearly fucking had to have happened outside. And, and the, then there's others that just want to hate me and think that I failed. I know the truth, though, and I know that if I'm able to come back, I can do this all over again at an even higher level. So but that that's honestly that's exactly what happened. I swear to God to you verbatim what happened as far as why that situation went the way that it went. 
dude, it's fucked up. And and I think, uh, you know, uh, after that, like, the really, there's only a couple guys I remember who really, at your peak, got over as much as you did. I know the Daniel Bryan run with a yes chance yep. and everything, that was crazy. But, dude, you were so over the feed me more. It was, you you hear that, Joe? Joe's I listening. Know. Henning's listening to that. That's, they always joke that me and Axel got put together. They put us together so I could teach him how to get over, and he could teach me how to fucking work. <laughs> well, and, and as a fan, you're sitting here waiting for this payoff. Everybody is yeah. getting emotionally involved in the storyline, like really getting into it. They, they, you know, and it really it did remind me a lot of like Goldberg because as a kid, I was a lot younger when Goldberg. There was in. momentum there, though, and it, the, yeah, I get it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you and you get excited thinking this is a build up. We're watching something special here, and like as a fan, you get confused. Like, what the fuck is WWE doing right now? And people, like, you think though that like, I had to have done something wrong to warrant like that deep right. push, right? And that's what happened. And that's why a lot of people the hate that I get. I think it's people that think that I have failed to take accountability and responsibility for something that by me just being honest about the situation, they still want me to like. I, I can't lie about it. That's what happened with it yeah, yeah, yeah. but i think there's people that go no like they'll compare the drew mcintyre i go no drew that was his shit was his fault on the things that he did he gave up i got when i got deep pushed i got in even better shape i worked harder i never gave up i got myself out of that hole by just working harder on that where they couldn't deny me but that wasn't it wasn't a failed effort on anything sure could certain things have been better sure ever but like we were firing on all cylinders but that's why i understand like the portion of people that hate on things where they just think like they, whatever I go, it is what it is, and I go. The best thing I could do is just get healthy and come back, and and hopefully show, and the story will be completed eventually. But you know, the, the journey is not over. No, not and by a long shot. The day we saw it, and you know, there were haters out there. Oh yeah, Ryback. You know, ten years ago, you were a star, and you hear what's his name, uh, Chase, say, "Oh, Intercontinental Champion." But, dude, all that momentum you had, that was not a fluke. The energy and the connection we shared, I think, is in something. This is why I lived it, and I, I was in the buildings and heard the crowds. And, like, very few people in wrestling get to do and play the role that I got to play. And I was beyond blessed, and and I'm forever grateful. And, like, that, I think there's something to that people – I've been gone for seven years that I'm not forgotten. And I was not there for an incredibly long time. So I go, that's very special. And I think, if, like, if I can come back – Hopefully we could we could we could we could do this even better one one last time. Dude, mark my word, the crowd is going to go crazy and it, it's going to be big. I hope it happens in AEW. Thank you. Chase um, is going to go crazy in prison. I can tell you that he's going to be name dropping me to everybody after they get done fucking ass Chase fucking him. You are not going to like prison, dude. Chase is going to be like my boy Ryback. That's my boy Ryback. Exactly. <laughs> you, you're, you're not going to like prison. Guys like you don't fare well. He doesn't fare well. He he is a grade A bitch. He's going to be. <laughs> Oops, I dropped the soap. And, you know, a guy like that, he tries to act being a bad fit it. People see who he really is. He's going to, you know, he's going to. I have a feeling us. they're going to be seeing that pretty soon. Dude, I know. He's going to be some guy with a neck beard, you know, like 350 pounds, five foot seven, with the shorts on. You know, I'm not trying to bash. I'm no, no, no. I, I get what you're saying. That's usually the people like that have the worst attitudes. Yeah. Right, right. Exactly. And, you know, and just to say one other thing, dude, to kind of to your point, like I've seen a lot of situations, it seems like, you know, I feel like LA Knight maybe right now is one of them where Vince kind of gets an idea about somebody or maybe something hurts his feelings and he like buries somebody, even though there's a fan connection. Yep. And it's like, dude, Vince, you got to put your ego aside, dude. We are the fans. We are the consumers and we want the best product out there. And if just, if you as one individual doesn't, 
you, you get upset, you know, at one person or you have an agenda against them, you still have a duty to the fans to give them what they want, dude. I hope LA Knight gets pushed to the moon. That's the part of the business that's missing exactly. too, that we want. Exactly, dude. Exactly. Um, and then, yeah, so, and to wrap it up, dude, I, I don't want to take up much more of your time. I hope Chase comes back. Uh, dude, you know, again, I, I am rooting for you. I can't wait until you make a return. Um, I will Thank give you. a shout out to my friend, Steve Carrier over at Ringside News. I know you've talked about dirt sheets, clickbait and all that, but I will say, dude, Steve's a good friend of mine. He's rooting for you. Can I say something though? I will say this cause I got to call out the bullshit. They, they also made up a bunch of fucking lies about me for a long time. I've seen yeah, it firsthand. They they would they would say things I didn't say or take something. They are they but I have a feeling they're what I, I said. They're the only one covering what's actually going on on this, but they get a lot of clicks on me. So but I oh dude, he, I've talked to Steve personally. I, if you ever talk to Steve, he'll tell you this. You are money, dude. You bring in traffic. He's told me straight up. But people need to know. So we say that again because I think it's important for people because I could say it all day long. Please, please re-say that. Say that again for the listeners. A hundred percent. I will say Steve Curry over at Ringside News. I've talked to him. A lot of you guys cover them. And, 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 you know, I, and I will agree sometimes there's some clickbait type stuff over there. I think Steve will agree with that. His job's to get attention. But the fact that you go to Ringside News right now and a third of the articles are Ryback, and this is one of the biggest wrestling websites around, it tells you they're covering Ryback for a reason. And I, I will also tell you this. I've talked to Steve, and he said there are certain guys who just don't get attention. They, they avoid covering. But you told me straight up that you bring in traffic. and that's Seven years off TV, in. too, right? Dude, seven years off TV. Yeah. And just... And anybody who doesn't think Ryback is doing his job in show business and an entertainer, he's been out of the business seven years, and he's still over here with this polarizing uh, audience where... I've got the number one fucking stalker in the game, not me. His haters can't stop coming back. His fans love him, and they come back. And the minute you put this guy on TV, he's going to draw, I promise you. Chase, um, you hear that? <laughs> Well, here's the thing. We, we, I, I said this. I don't know if you saw my comments. I think you did on, on Twitter. I pray to God they have TBS and TNT over in prison, Chase. I'm gonna, I'm gonna personally make fucking sure of it. I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna get a TV put on where they, him and his cell, they are forced to watch that. I'm gonna sign autographs for the security. I'm gonna make sure I can do. I swear to God, I am gonna do everything I can to make sure that that is fucking shown every fucking week, and he has to live with me for the rest of his fucking time in there. I love it, brother. I All right. It, well, I look forward to having you back on, and, uh, and and thank you very much for the kind words. And, and one last thing real quick. I heard Sean Ross get brought up earlier. I've got beef with him. This has nothing to do with you, Ryback. I just want to say fuck you, Sean Ross Sapp. <laughs> brother, brother, I hope you have a good day. You too, buddy. I love you, dude. I'll, I'll stay tuned, man. Good luck, brother. You too. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that was good. That popped me. Awesome. Good deal. Maybe, maybe go two hours here. Let's see. Seeing if we got Chase still in here. Chase, I don't I don't know if he uh who's this? I don't know if this is uh we'll give him VP VP, you there? VP, are you there? You gotta hit the speaker in the bottom left. Hello. Oh, you got me. <laughs> oh, uh, you son of a bitch. Uh, how you doing, 
I'm good. And now are you double getting me? You, you, you fake the chase to then say you're not chased to really be chase. <laughs> you got I li- I literally thought that was you. That was good. That was yeah. you. <laughs> How you doing? Um I've been watching your streams for a few months. I've been a fan of the streams more than even like the wrestling stuff. Like it's inspired me. I don't know if I should be insulted yeah. or fucking take that as a compliment. No, no, no yeah. No. I'm, I'm shocked because I love you. Like Thank you. you know, I don't want to throw around the ten years ago stuff, but I was like twelve, thirteen watching that run and I actually went on one of your Ryback shows and asked you a question about your squash match over Benny Kamer. Um, and you gave like a six minute answer to it. Um, so that was like really surprising for me. And that's what, like, that made me a fan again after like the seven years off TV. Thank you. So yeah, thank you for that. Um, I like to give answers to people so they fully understand what they ask. Cause I know how being a wrestling fan, you don't, it's you, not a lot of people do the questions. Like, I know growing up, I wish I to God I could have talked to, to my favorite wrestlers or people I liked. And, you know, so I always like to try to give people an honest, especially if it's a super chat too or something. It, but even on here, detailed answers. Yeah, it, it was just a regular chat. So it's shocking because I know you guys have to do so many events where you got to meet like 500 people in one day and you got to make it so that they remember it for the rest of their life. So. Well, too, and I, I'll say that, and I, I learned that a valuable lesson as a kid. I got to, I wanted to meet, Razor Ramon was one of my favorite wrestlers, wrestlers when I was a kid. And I won a bunch of tickets to uh, the WWF World Tour de Force here in Vegas and brought all my friends in the neighborhood, and my mom took us all out. Wow. And uh, I had front row seats, and one of the, I won a big prize package uh, from, from the news. I'll actually post a picture on my Instagram. I just took it off my old phone, uh, one of my old phones I had the uh where i was where i was younger and uh they uh but i I was wanted to meet razor they i was supposed to meet razor before the show and i was the guest bell ringer the opening match which one of my coaches uh, dr tom pritchard was opening match him and uh chris candido the body donnas and uh it was they were the opening match against two other people i think barry horowitz and somebody else but i got to go ring the bell and sit sit ringside and uh but before the before the show uh, I was told that Razor was not at the building yet. And uh, I was kind of really, really sad. And because uh, I, I wanted to meet him so badly, but I, I'll never forget. I got to meet Henry Godwin, who I liked. I liked Henry a lot when I was younger on in that time, WWF. And uh, Henry was like, couldn't it have been any nicer? And it was such a pleasant experience that I've remembered forever. Even though I was sad, I didn't get to meet Razor, but it was almost like a two. It, it taught me a double lesson that when I was lucky enough to be able to go do this, that in even though it's just every day for us and we meet so many different people that that is a moment that for a lot of people if not everyone they're going to remember for the rest of their lives with it so you typically want to try to give everybody the best experience possible no matter what's going on in your day especially like meet and greets or meet people because it's like that's going to be maybe their only interaction we do for the rest of their life and so you just want to just have it to be as genuine and nice as possible and and also in that i always try to make sure anytime i have those like don't miss them because I remember how, how sad I was when I didn't get to meet Razor. And I don't, I got to meet him later on. It was way cooler, but I got lucky at how many people are actually going to go on and make it. Right. So right. it was, it was a cool lesson I learned at, at, I think around 12, 13. So. Yeah. That's an amazing perspective to have on all that. And I know that not every single wrestler has that. And it's a difficult perspective to have. But I got, I learned that lesson though, as a kid. So if I wanted, I maybe wanted to have known that. So that, but I just, I, I, I think of that often. So. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, 
I, I want to go to my main question too, because the other thing I didn't want to take up a lot of your time. Like the last two callers went feed me more mode on your ear, chirping your ear off. So I wanted to be, I wanted to be quick with my call. Uh, with all of that that you just said in mind, I was wondering if you were still going to Philadelphia this weekend. I know you said that you were canceling, and I didn't know if you were if that was one hundred percent confirmed. No, I, I, I canceled it. Yeah, I unfortunately. Um, and with all of this, I, I can't take the chance and, you know, leave with my mom and the dogs, you know, with everything yeah, it is and go all the way across the country. And, uh, <laughs> especially with how this is all gone and with the threats and I, and I can, I'm telling you, I know, I already know, I know he's afraid of me with this. And so I have to take this very serious that <clears throat> he, what he is saying, I have to take that at face value with it because he's already shown a history of being very dangerous at different points in times. And he's clearly with the obsession and this has grown to something that I, I, I wish upon nobody, but creating hundreds, if not thousands of accounts to, to stalk and slander me for the last 12 years and coming clean on that on top of killing, wanting to kill me, my family, my dogs, my friends, and essentially anything that I care about. Right. That is, so it's like, it's as much as it sucks, that I have to stop that I go, hopefully this isn't a long-term thing, but at the end of the day, I'll do this as long as I have to do this. You know, I've been on lockdown for seven years, getting my health back and I've ran my business. If I have to sit in my home for a fucking month for two months and you know what, I've got everything here. I've got my gym. I've got everything. I've got a great life here. Uh, I, I, I will, I will do what I need to do to protect the love and happiness. It is a top priority until we can fucking take care of this scumbag piece of shit. And it sucks it, 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 with everything, but it, I can do all my rehab. I can get all my work done. I can do, I can run everything. My Everything does, I can, literally don't have to leave, ever leave my house if I don't want to. Now, I don't want that to be the case, but I will until we fucking get him one way or the other. Oh, so, but I, I apologize for that not being there, but it just, it would be, I would be a piece of shit to go do that. And it would that, and to put them in that position, not be here. You know, I'm the one. This is my yeah, response. I'm the one. It's my responsibility. So, hundred percent, sir. Um, with that, yeah, knowing that, we were looking forward to meet you because your shows lately have been awesome. Like, thank you. The way you've been communicating with the fans, we look forward to meeting you in real life. Just talking about like all this shit and more, but it makes completely understandable uh, why you're canceling the appearance. So, but it's nice to be able to speak to you on here really quick. Uh, Likewise. Awesome. Thank you for understanding. I appreciate it. And hopefully everyone does. And there's going to be hopefully many more. So I I apologize again. All good. Right back. Thank you for the call, man. You're welcome. You have a good day. You too, sir. Bye-bye. Good deal. Thank you very much. Chase, you want to come back on one more round, Chase? What uh, I'm taking a look. I don't see anything that would be possibly Chase. Yeah, with that, guys, we're probably going to wrap up today. I've got to get a lot done. <clears throat> like I said, I don't really. Hopefully, they they figure something out with the all of this and uh, and finding him. I don't. It was the last call I got was not good with everything, and uh, and so we'll see. Hopefully, maybe have better news tomorrow. I don't know with it, with it all, but uh, I thank you guys as always in the, in honor and of Chase. 
with uh, raising awareness to mental health. I'm giving everybody 35% off until uh, he's caught, essentially. So if this goes on for months, it's going to until he's caught. Uh, 35% off Feed Me More Nutrition, discount code mental health, mental health, 35% off a free shaker bottle with all orders as well on the website, guys, on that and all the Ryback merch and everything, feedmemore.com. I hope you guys have a great one. I thank you all, everyone except for Chase, uh, for your time. And until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Feed me more.